Hey everyone, welcome to episode 26 of the Open One podcast. And today's a special edition, really, because I've got a friend with me who, well, how far, how long ago was it, Muffin? It was like over 10 years? Over 10 years ago, for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah friends from, from way back. And it has a very inspirational story of, of what he's achieved, because um, we we spent a lot of time away from each other. And, and to come back and hear about the success that Muffin's been having in the boxing world was really quite inspiring. So I mean, it's not tell quite us a bit about it. Yeah, huh? not quite yet. I'm, I'm hoping to get the success, but um, yeah, basically, <laughs> what? How, how long have I been boxing? I was 18, so I think it's nine years in the making. I've been doing this now, which is crazy to think about. You think I started when I was 18? I'm 27 now. It's a bit mad, but um, yeah, man, just hearing you say that, yeah, time flies, don't it? It's actually crazy, but um, yeah, had I've had. 45 amateurs now uh boxed for the country a couple times ended up um i was ranked nine in the country for i think about two years while covid just before covid here i hit rank nine See, really that, 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 that's what i'm talking about that's the success i'm talking about it's pretty fucking good man yeah no i could have done a bit better but yeah no it is what it is i'm happy with the achievements um but yeah finally it's taken me over a year to get my license it's just been every time I thought I got there, something got in the way, something got in the way, something got yeah, in so the way. So explain that, because uh, what do you mean get your license exactly? So there, you have to have an, you get an amateur license, and I'm now moving into the pro region, so you have to go through the British Border Control and get your British boxing license. And uh, so they want like your medical records, like um, if you've been in trouble with the police, you need to know all of that. If you've done pretty much everything, like I had asthma, so I thought I'd done everything. I thought, yep, I'm going to box in October, I think it was. And um. Just I think it was two weeks before they're like, yeah, we need to. We realised you you have asthma or had asthma as a kid, so you got to send us all your asthma details. That took four months because of the like four strike. months for asthma details. How does yeah, that happen? The, the doctors just were long on me. After they kept canceling my appointment, canceling my appointment, canceling. You know what it's like in Harwich, and I waited four months to get that. And I, obviously, the bride to have a brain scan, brain scan cost me six hundred, and then it was another twelve hundred pound just to see a specialist because they weren't because I had a cold at the time. So no, just, you're kidding. Wow. No, I'm being yeah. serious. And obviously, I've got to get another brain scan done in October, November, because that's when it's every year you've got to get it done. I ain't even boxed yet. So I've been slowly grinding away. And now, hopefully, this Saturday, I'll be boxing, start the journey. So, how, how do you feel about that, man? Like, so there's nothing that could get in the way now from. No, I mean, they tried it last week. Uh, they said my boxer manager contract lapsed. So I had to do another one. I did it and they're like, oh no, you've put the wrong name on it. So they know me as P.A. Gordon, not Paul Gordon. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I sent them another one and they, I called them up today and they're like, yeah, no, everything's fine. You can find it. You can box now. And I'm like, about that time. So I'm actually just waiting to just get in there now. I can't wait. It feels like it's been a really long time coming sort of thing. So you still have been fighting in that time? or I haven't boxed in since I think it's about two years. I haven't boxed in. I've been sparring. I spar with like Denzel Bentley, the British middleweight champ. Um, spar with loads of good, loads of good names. I have sparred with like people like Hamza Shiraz and things like that, which I think he's a super welterweight European champion, something like that. I sparred with him a few times, but I'm down at the Peacock's gym in Epping, so that's like a world renowned gym. So I'm getting nice. the good and stuff like that. So I travel down there twice a week at the minute. Yeah, what what's your like workout routine like at the moment? Uh, so Monday and Friday I go down to Peacocks. I do like a two hour session there that consists of like sparring, pads, bag work, sprints. If I go down there, like a Tuesday or Thursday, I think Thursday's running. 
but then after that, I normally go to the gym afterwards. Uh, so literally, I, it takes me an hour and a half to get there. So I drive straight back, go to the gym, do sprints or weights. I started calisthenics, if you know what that is. Yeah, that's pretty awesome, man. Take yeah, serious so core I, strength. That's what I'm thinking. Because of the way I want to box nice and long, I got obviously I'm like 6'2", I'm tall. And for the weight I'm going in, I'll be taller than most of the people. I figured that mobility in the body and that will be good for my sort of style. I've been doing that. Honestly, it's been killing me off a little bit. I've got like an online coach I'm doing with that. So I do that three times a week. So you got a calisthenics online coach, was that? Yeah. Specifically. Yeah, nice. Yeah. And then um, I do, I got my PT, which they sponsor me. So I got PT, which is LW Fitness in Colchester. Um, they do my strength conditioning like that. I'm looking to get a sports science guy involved as well. who works with the Mercedes team in GB and stuff like that to help push me them little one, two percent here and there, make me work better and faster and stronger. You say a sports scientist? Yeah. So, so what, what what would they be doing to help you achieve so that extra what, like one, two percent? He'd do testing and stuff, check my like airflow, check this. I've done it a bit with, uh, there's a guy called Wilson Science. He does it up in Sheffield. He does it with all like the GB boxers and that. This guy doesn't do, do it for boxing. He does it for gymnastics. But it's the same thing. He lives in Colchester. So I'll be able to get that help, but locally. But um, it's basically the one and two percent of working on core strength, the little things that you're like lacking in sort of thing. Like last time I went to Wilson Science, I was lacking. My lactic acid was building up quite high. So I said, if you work to your maximum a lot more and stuff like that in shorter bursts, longer rests, it will help stop the lactic acid build up. So just doing that, that means when I'm doing bursts, I'm throwing three, four shots, getting out, jumping back in. My recovery time will be a lot quicker. I didn't really understand that, but they explained it and they give you like a proper training plan on what to do and how to work it out. <clears throat> yeah, nice, man. And do you have to be like really strict with what you're eating with that as well and drinking? Oh, uh, well, I'm getting my weight down at the minute. So, um, I was at Christmas, I was 82 kilos. I'm now weighing 73. I'm boxing at 72. So I've lost 10 kilos since Christmas. Yeah, right. So obviously that's tactical to do that. Yeah, it's better. Because that's not naturally my it's not naturally my weight. I sit at about 77 when I eat what I want. But I've just been, I meal prep every Sunday. So I'm doing meal prep now because I'm a day late at the minute. But so I love like chicken, rice, veg, pasta, omelets and stuff like that. But I weigh everything, so I have about 400 grams of like for lunch and dinner. Try and have 30, 30 to 40 grams of porridge of honey. I don't have sugar anymore. Not at all. Uh, I'm, I'm having a coffee now. I warm my coffees, but um, like when I'm at work and stuff, I'll make sure that I have a herbal tea and there's no sugar in that. So I have like coffee twice a day sort of thing. And that's really the only time I have sugar now. Yeah, right. Fair, man. Well, it's it's really inspiring to see how far you've come and also to hear about how you're talking about all of this, you know, the workout routine and the different layers to it all. Uh, it's really quite amazing. And and um, most people listening to this won't know about a place called Bath Side. <laughs> but it, it, just to, because especially because obviously I went away for like four years and, and to come back and just to see even then, and that was a few years ago, like the, the transition from this place called Bath Side, and it's not exactly the nicest part of our hometown, Harridge, but yeah. it's all right. It's got like a car park, and then underneath it, you've got it's lighted. And it's all really like something out of a film, really. You could do like some origin story, and that would be yeah, like yeah, yeah, where be... it'll be going. You know, there's fighting <laughs> underneath this car park, and now here you are, man. About going to... somewhere, yeah. Oh. Got my first one, Colchester Charter Hall. I genuinely can't wait for it. I feel like it's been a very long time coming. Are you Oh, fathom sent. There's no doubt in my mind, man. Absolutely no doubt.
Awesome, man. I love that. So, what else is there to you at the moment now, other than obviously working in boxing? Have you got any other things in your reality? Uh, no, I'm trying to... Well, when it comes to work, I'm trying to obviously trying to have a backup plan for like what I'm going to do as and when. So I'm trying to stick... Obviously, I used to weld, but now I'm trying to work with wood. And when I tell you, it's really awkward. It's so different. I just can't seem to get my head around it properly. It just doesn't seem to work the same way as metal does. So, But I think in... I'm looking, I want to try and like get a house soon and things like that, move out of my missus. So yeah, things wow, are okay. Things are changing. <laughs> and how long have you been with your missus for, man? Uh nearly two years. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's pretty serious to think about moving out. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. Awesome, man. We all grow up at some point, don't we? I just think, yeah, it's about time. I mean, I'm nearly I'm gonna be 30 in a few years, so I think I don't want to be living at home still. Fuck, I couldn't imagine living at home, man. <laughs> oh, jeez. I think it's been like 10 years now, nearly. Yeah, it's been like, it's a very homely vibe. Obviously, you know, we've got Sol and Rio here, so and me and Rio are quite close, so. Yeah, I spoke to him briefly, man. He's got an incredible head on his shoulders now. Bro, he's really, really smart. He's come on loads in the last few years. Yeah, I was almost thinking of having him, but like what he sent me in a, in a message on Instagram, I was just like... Yeah, this is almost a guy to get Rio one too. <laughs> Talk about <laughs> philosophy or something. Yeah, he looks into a lot of different stuff. He listens to like Joe Rogan's podcast and loads of different podcasts and stuff, and he's just trying to expand his mind really. And yeah, it's quite like take gotta take my hat off to him. I haven't really got the time for it myself, but like when he talks to me about stuff and we bounce ideas off each other, it's like he's got a smart brain and he he don't try to rush into things. He wants to learn more, educate himself more before he makes any decisions. Yeah, smart guy. So what would you say out of your nearly decade now of boxing, what have been some of like the greatest challenges that you've you've faced going through it all and how you overcame them? Uh when I had my when I hurt my back, uh I had yeah. a, a boxed and uh, I realized my back was hurt. So I went and I realized I was too small for the weight category. So I went to a CrossFit session, pulled my back and it had me out for over a year. And um I was sure I couldn't even like I worked at Weatherspoons as a night manager at the time and they have the ice buckets, don't they? I couldn't even lift an ice bucket. I was sneezing, headbutting walls, and I thought I'd never box. I thought I'd never be able to do anything fitness wise again. And just trying to get up every day was like really difficult. I can't lie, like just the mental battle to even want to move or yeah, do it. Yeah. Lay there and do nothing. I thought it's my life over, sort of thing. I can't do anything. Ever. Just literally I'd do anything and the pain would just shoot from my chest all the way down through my back into my legs. And yeah, just getting up to even try and like, I used to swim a little bit, but try and train when you know you've got no chance of doing anything was really difficult. And then the battle to get back fit after smoking, drinking and just have living that sort of lifestyle and not being in the boxing was really difficult. But um, to be fair, I like with Rio when I, he had his injury, he pushed me along, made me get there. And I think we bounced off each other and sort of got back to where I was sort of thing. That's well, awesome. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I never thought, for one of my sponsors, actually, it's because of him that um I got, he's an osteopath, got his own clinic now in Clacton, and uh, yeah, we was, he had, he was working at one at the time, and yeah, I've seen him week and week and week, every two weeks I think I see him, and he won't really crack, he won't get in it, I was feeling good for about a week or so, and then the second week I'd be in loads of pain again, and then one day he'd done something, my uh, pelvis wasn't aligned, so imagine your feet, like ones like that and ones like that so every time I'm running I'm putting more pressure on the one side that was a bit shorter and uh one day I lie on my pelvis he said don't do anything just 
go home, rest, don't do nothing for the next like few days. And after that, week by week by week, I, I got stronger and stronger and the pain just dissipated. I had no more pain. Awesome, man. Uh, and so is there, is there anything else other than, because uh, that, that's pretty, you know, to come out of that as well. Like, thankfully it wasn't, because that's a career ending, like. Yeah, genuinely. Actually. I it was, I didn't think I'd be able to, like, because I do quite strenuous work as well. So I didn't think I'd be able to do work like that or do anything. So, but other than that, it's just sticking to, like, what's it called? Um, Doing the same thing every day, day in, day out, sticking to it. Was discipline. It? Having discipline. That is the key factor and that is what makes it difficult because if you haven't got discipline you're not going to go anywhere in this game or anywhere in life to be honest with you like if you can't stick to the same things and do what you know what you need to do you lack all the time I think it just makes it very difficult and you notice it when you look at like, I look at other people around me that <clears throat> when I wasn't disciplined see them getting better and see myself sat in the same place I'm asking myself why because I'm, I'm not doing what I need to be doing sort of thing Is that just in the boxing world or do you mean in life? I just mean in life Yeah especially like for what I do like boxing if you're not disciplined you don't do the same thing day in day out I don't get anywhere but like I say life is exactly the same yeah man to have that consistency and, and also to uh, essentially what I guess you've done but um, if we're going pro essentially could this be the way that you could sustain yourself as well eh? or do you, that's you what I'm be... hoping for that is what yeah. I'm because obviously that I love boxing that is what I if I could do it that is what I'd love to do and I'd love getting up training not having to work every day sort of thing that is what I'm working towards getting the sponsors and then earning money from the fights and just being able to be self-sufficient from that so realistically like all going well how long do you think that'll take I think because I'm I'm at Peacocks where that's where like Frank Bruno started and they've got loads of good fighters down there that are with like Frank Warren, Sky Sports and stuff like that. I'm not saying that I'll be there in two years. But I think I've given myself two years to have like build something for myself. I'm hoping this year I can have about five six fights. And then next year, start of the year, maybe get a contract with someone that not someone as big as Sky or Frank Warren, but someone that will pay my because. At the minute, I'm having to sell two and a half grand's worth of tickets before I make any money. And you think you've got people like Tommy Fury and Jake Paul, well, not Tommy Fury, but Jake Paul, making all that money, KSI, all them YouTubers. And you've got, there's thousands of people like me grafting their ass off every day and they don't get a look -see. No one knows about them. No one cares. He just started a channel, bro. Hmm? He started no, a channel. I have, honestly, I've thought about it. I have thought about it. I'm like, what can I do? I was thinking, maybe I should just start doing random stuff in random places, like random raves, like, Bus rave. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was going to be boxing related, but yeah, sure, I'm going for bus raves, man. Bus rave, train rave, well, just anything to get me noticed, sort of thing, like going to going up to random people and just doing, you know, that's what YouTubers do, ain't it? They just come up with random ideas and then they blow up from it. I just need something to go viral. And then, but like, yeah, I don't actually box normally. I just, yeah, let's do this boxing stuff. Make millions of pounds for my first fight. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, very different to the business plan that I had in mind. <laughs> but you never know, it might just work, my friend. And uh, so what did you think about, I know we spoke about this briefly the last time we met, but we didn't have that much time to chat. And uh, thankfully, it's all sort of gone away now, but it's also interesting like see what people think about it. What did you think about all that COVID bullshit that happened then? I think it was a load of rubbish. I think it was a hoax to um, get everyone to take the vaccine and... I feel like it was 
me i feel like it was maybe like a sterilization plan or something like an old there's a film or not film yeah it's a film or a series where they spoke about it uh they were saying yeah like everyone's taking this vaccine for this reason like it come out didn't it? it was on twitter and loads of other things that like there was no testing done before it didn't they said that it wasn't going to help anyone yeah. and they had they had massive people losing their jobs they had all this sort of stuff and there was no proven there was no test results to say yeah this was actually going to help and i think it was just a hoax i don't know what their ploy was behind it but uh yeah i'm not happy with it at all ruined a lot of people's lives put a lot of people in jeopardy and stuff like that lots of people lost their jobs and it's just the government do what the government do, don't they? And they don't care about people like you and me. Well, yeah, man. And we were speaking about this a long time ago. And it's like there's the, the fight still carrying on. Uh, and I remember I had my Facebook page and you had your Facebook page. And we all had a fight for a little while. Do you remember that? Yeah, we no, had I had a Facebook that. page like posting against the 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 enemy. That, that was interesting. Yeah, I, remember, I remember learning how to think. Today can change tomorrow. We all had them, yeah. Yeah, man. Way back uh, when. Yeah, I, I just never stopped doing that basically. That's <laughs> no, good, man. I see you're doing your thing, and that's I do it like it's good to see you've actually gone somewhere with it as well. You know, like some people they fall off, but you stuck with it. And well, I've got to take my hat off to you. Most of us don't fight the battle, do you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Actually, that was sort a topic. Wait, what'd you say? I said we sort of just end up capitulating to the matrix and living our lives and forgetting about what we know is the truth. Do you know what I mean? I I couldn't imagine ever. <laughs> yeah, no, <I> <laughs> it's too late, man. This is me till uh till the end. That that's it. It's, this is the well. Maybe if the boxing goes well and I get a platform for myself, and so I can come back, you can retrain me. That'd be yeah, yeah. You train me how to box. I will train you how to fight in the in the mental yeah, yeah, world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, and so uh, I guess also just to get into a bit about like your spiritual beliefs and what sort of makes you tick it in that realm and, and do you have any sort of spiritual I've seen you posting about this recently yes. so I'm Christian yes but I would say that I'm not I'm not a go to church every Sunday Christian I'm not I pray every evening I pray sometimes I have, like I speak to someone I'm not going to say I believe in God but I have faith I have faith and um, I don't think it's a case of read the Bible, I feel like I'm a good person. I live by certain rules and stuff like that. And I feel like religion is to divide people. I feel like having this one, this one, like we, I feel like we all go to the same place in the end. Do you know what I mean? I feel, and that's what I believe. I feel like they're not going to say, oh, because he believes in, do you know what I mean? You're not going to go to the same place as me. We're all going to be separate. They're all going to go to hell because they believe in a different... I don't believe in that, and I don't believe. Yeah, right. Don't, yeah. I don't believe if you don't believe in anything, you're going to go to hell as well. If you've been a good person, you've lived your life correctly, and you have a certain set of morals and a code that you live by. Now, I don't see that. Do you know what I mean? Or kids that don't know what that. I, I think that's all crazy. Or if, if you're gay, I don't think. Oh yeah, no, you're going to go to prison because you know what I mean. You. That I don't. That I think that's all. I think it's just to put people in different, make people think different things, and to divide us basically. Yeah, but man. I still pray. I pray every night and to a point I do believe in God and I do believe in that, but I wouldn't say it's the God that they've given me. They've told me, is, do you know what I mean? But I just have faith. It's why I don't go to church and things like that. It might be something to really like research a few other religions and see, but there's all joining factors in all religions. Do you know what I mean? They all say the same thing. They all have some like 
continued beliefs that we all sort of go by, but for some reason we all fight over the same things. It just seems silly to me. Yeah, right. Uh, and I, I've recently, like the past few months, taken a little bit of a more of a look into some of the religious books, just out of curiosity, just to like, because mm-hmm. yeah, I do think there is some wisdom in these religions, right? Like, and I can understand as I'm getting older and looking at reality and society and how things work, and I can see why they potentially would have things like that, and it's uh, uh, in, in a certain way, but then it's it's all um very much based upon fear and it's sort of for, mm-hmm. for humanity that's maybe not as evolved as it actually could be if we if we just had in general more evolved people and uh, and how you speak about there's these like common threads between certain uh, between religions and i think that that's very true because it's like there is this divine framework essentially that we've got to mm-hmm. sort of figure out and align with it's just how you get there right it's like at some at some point someone decided to split it up and change ever so slightly all of them and then say, okay, spread it out. And then, it, like I say, it's divide and conquer. That is what it is. And we're all divided by that. We're all divided by colour. We're all divided by race. We're, it's just another thing to throw in a spanner in the works, ain't it? Yeah, man. Uh, thankfully, I'm seeing uh, at least, especially throughout COVID, but also now still, that there are a lot more awake people than there were back 10 mm-hmm. years ago, you know? there's quite a movement that's forming it's quite quite inspirational mm-hmm. so my friend it's been great to to catch up with you man and i'm really excited to see how your career is going to go and evolve and uh good luck for your fight man oh cheers thank you man you'd have to try and make it to one at some point absolutely i'd love that so there you say six this year i'm sure i can make one of those yeah definitely man it'd be good to see you it would be bro it would so you got anything else you want to share with the people whilst I got you here? Just do good by your families and by everyone around you and look after everyone. Look after the people that are close to you because I think some people forget that and they get caught up with silly things and the ones around you are the ones that you want, you're you doing whatever you're doing for, do you know what I mean? So just look after each other. <laughs> Love that. Cheers, man. No worries, man. It's good to speak to you. You too, bro. And look after yourself. Same, bro. <laughs> <laughs>